We forgot to mention something in the last episode that you wanted to bring up, so I'm going to allow you to bring it up right now in the very beginning of this episode. You guys, I was listening to the intro of the episode. I can't remember if it was this episode or the one before it, but I was like, man, that guitar line sounds really, really familiar. Like, this would be good on Rock Band or something like that. And then I Googled it. The guitar line, you guys, it's done by Marty Friedman. And if you don't know who Marty Friedman is, he was the lead guitarist for Megadeth. (laughs) And like he does, he lives in Japan now and does all kinds of like Japanese stuff. But like they have the lead guitarist of Megadeth doing the guitar line (laughs) for Sailor Moon. And it was the greatest thing that I ever, ever discovered. I was so happy. So like this, it's ridiculous. And then I texted my brother and I was like, did you know that Marty Friedman did the guitar line in the most recent Sailor Moon? Uh, which, you know, I, I said most recent Sailor Moon. It's, I know the intro's changed since, but um, right. it's my brother. He doesn't know this stuff. And he's like, yeah, haha. He's kind of into that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know he is. But still, like, Marty Friedman, you guys. <laughs> Megadeth. Which apparently that was like. That's the second time he's collaborated with uh, that group, Memorial yeah. Clover Z. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> here's, I think it's hilarious. Here's this former important, like, thrash metal guitarist, like, you know, just collaborating with, like, a J-pop group. As you do. As and you then, do. Like, we found out that he did, like, some Bravely Default stuff. And yeah. Like, All right, Marty Freeman, you live your life. I'm proud of him. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up, guys. It's amazing. It made me appreciate it way more. It's a really just fun, random thing you find. Fun fact of the day. And it makes sense, because, like, that guitar just goes. It does. It goes so hard. And, I, like, that that was the thing, is that every time I listen to that, I'm like, I recognize that guitar style. <laughs> and so that's the thing, is it was driving me crazy. It was like, I know that guitar style. And then I finally just broke down and looked it up. And I was like, oh, that's why I know the guitar style. Because he was the lead guitarist of Megadeth. Everything makes sense now. Except for the fact that I'm sure you guys didn't know that I listened to Megadeth. But now there you, know. you go. All right. Let's talk about this week's episode. Which is Act 11, Reunion and Demian Here on episode 11 of Jared and Al Watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. I'm Jared, that's Anladium. Hello. We're going to talk about a reunion today. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some... <clears throat> I f- Some intense I f- Some holding your own butt when you're talking to people. <laughs> Making people just go away and forget who they actually are. That was hilarious. <laughs> Having your pals hang out on top of pillars with you. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. So yeah, this is uh, Mamaru's back. He is. He's got like crimson purpley eyes now. He's he's made his heel turn. He's a bad guy now. Dun, dun, dun. And he's out here. I f- everyone. He is like. <laughs> <laughs> he, when he takes over that guy's identity. um, Indo. He's just like, hey, I'm going to go to this arcade. Who are you? I f***ing. And then the guy's like, 
what am I, I doing know, here? Why am I here? Well, Bye, I'm, guys. I'm, I'm gone. Just, he just walks off. Like, the boy no longer has an identity. And the boy is just, like, wandering off. And he probably is, like, going to, like, become homeless in Tokyo because he doesn't know who he is anymore. Good job, Mamaru. <laughs> and then he just also, I f*** Toki and be like, I'm your best friend Endo now. And, and Toki's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're Endo. And then, like, this other girl comes up and she's like, hi, I don't know you. Who are you? And he's like, I'm Endo. And he's like, I, I don't think you're Endo. But I haven't seen Indo in a few years, so maybe you're Indo, but I don't think you're Indo. Motoki's girlfriend is very suspicious. Oh, is it his girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was girlfriend. Wait, how in God's name is that his girlfriend and she hasn't seen his best friend in a little bit? Anime. <laughs> oh my God. And then, like, I'm glad that she doesn't just accept it, but she's like, I, you know, it... I don't think that's him. Like, if I were hanging out with somebody, I'm like, yeah, okay, like, this is my new best friend. This is my best friend. We've been best friends for years. I'm like, no, no, man. Like, I know your best friend. That dude's not him. Who are you? <laughs> but then I'd probably just get i and, like, you know, become one of the... Yeah, he doesn't do a good job of, like, trying to transform her either to, like, go along with the story. Mm -mm, he doesn't. Maybe he just wants to i boys. He tries to do it on Usagi, but it's like, it didn't work on her. Yeah. But also, like, the brainwashing disc didn't work on her either. Usagi just is, in, is, is impenetrable to getting brainwashed. Apparently. But, like, Usagi was probably just like, oh, this is exciting. But also upset. Excitedly upset. <sighs> I mean, he just... Was going hard. Sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate wording. Phrasing. But when he was talking to Usagi, like the whole time he was just holding his own butt. And I'm like, nobody stands like that. It's like, ever? Hey, you look like Sailor Moon. Like, you got the buns like she does. Is that like just uh, a fashion choice around here or something? <laughs> You're really good at this Sailor V game. It's like you uh, know her or something. <laughs> it's like even before she knew Sailor V, she was decent at the game. Yeah. Now she knows all the cheat codes. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever, Mama. You make weird, weird leaps of judgment here. <laughs> he's in, he's being very he's being very much a creeper at this point. He's such a creeper. Like it's intense. I don't even understand. I just worry about that boy wandering in Tokyo with no identity. We never know what happens to him either. Like, he's just gone no, forever. Like, Indo is gone. He's done. Like, where Rip. are you, Indo? Did you die? It's a good question. Like, what all did Indo forget how to do with his iPhone? The world will never know. Ah, poor Indo. Hashtag find Endo. Get it trending on Twitter. Find him. I need to know. <laughs> what if this boy is like, I don't know, starving because he doesn't remember how to eat. Or he can walk, so at least he knows like basic functions and can talk. Okay, he can walk and talk. But like, what if he just forgets how to do things? Like, he doesn't know where he lives. He doesn't know where he goes to school. Like, 
Do they have delinquency laws? Is he in? Well, he's in college. So, mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, eventually they college. would. Eventually, they would probably be like, "Do we need to find a, get a wellness check on Endo?" Yeah, because like he's not gonna remember that he's in college. He's gonna be like, "Well, I just exist now. Cool." Yep. And then like he's never gonna show up to any of his classes. He's gonna fail, and then like he's gonna lose his financial aid. And I mean, his life's over. Poor Endo. I know. Poor Endo. Endo is the real victim. <laughs> Thanks, Mamaru. God. God, just because you had to iPhone him and take his identity. It's so rude. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> Don't go Find out and iPhone people. It's Don't not do nice. It. You'll make them Help. forget your ident- their identities, make them walk away from situations that they were going to be willfully employed by. <laughs> and it's just, also, just don't be creepy. And don't be a creeper. The more you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyways. Um, is this also the episode where um, where Venus is wandering around with a sword? Yep. She's nice. just walking around carrying a sword. And then by the time they get into like the like the I guess like the ground floor boost of Ami's building, she's like she's like that's when she's like, Oh, should I be walking around with a sword? Like, you've been walking around throughout the entirety of Tokyo with it and haven't said anything yet. Teehee, this sword exists, guys. You're like you're like Yosuke in Persona Four. Just going around yeah. waving them in the, the Junez food court. Like, look at me, my cool sword. Oh no, I'm arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then they'd start testing breaking stuff with it, as you do. Because they're like, this this sword can break any type of mineral, blah, blah, blah. And Ami's like, here's a diamond. It's the hardest known thing on Earth. Poke it with the sword. And they do it like it just shatters. And everyone's shatters. like, Wah! But then they feel really bad because like, it was a diamond. Ami's just like, eh, that's what I thought would eh. happen. Whatevs. <laughs> Also, we realize that she lives in, like, a super nice building, so I don't think money is really an issue for her. Well, her mom's, like, a doctor, so... Oh, well... They're probably pretty well off. Makes sense. She could just, like, get a raw diamond and be like, here, stab it. Unless she, like, she, she juked and, ja- and zagged him, like, and that was, like, a fake diamond, like, zirconium or something, just to look like one. <laughs> Which would be a bad experiment, just be like, hey, I lied all to my friends, just to see this... See if this thing would blow up. Yep. Or she just has random diamonds just hanging around. Like, eh, whatever. I just went to the store, bought a diamond. Um, at deep. one point, Jupiter is like, I don't remember where in the episode, Jupiter's like, hey, I want to go figure out what's going on with Mamaru. Because everybody's, everybody at Sephirusagi is like, hey, that's not Mamaru. It looks like him. But something's wrong. So they start investigating. And, like, what? they ask the girlfriend at one point, like, hey, who is that guy in the arcade? And she's like, do you know eh, him? Apparently he's Motoki's friend, but I don't know. And they're, like, suspect. Usagi also, like, she knows it's not Mamru. Yeah, she's just but kind, she's of kind of pretending. love-stricken. Yeah. Um, Usagi's kind of, like, pouty. I mean, she's allowed to be pouty in this episode but like that's that's kind of her role in this episode is to be really upset and confused because he's come back right or at least who she thinks it looks like him came back but right. she does look like him and she just has different color eyes and they do point out the eye color is different yes like i think ray's the one who points that out and she's like there's a bad omen around this dude i mean she would know yeah 
So yeah, everybody's like, well, that's not him. We gotta figure out what to do. And then Jupiter's like, I got this. <laughs> she like they're it's uh it's Mamaru and Botoki in the arcade, and like they're playing the game like, I bet we could figure out how to get into the secret layer by this. And Magana shows up like, What do you mean secret layer? Am I gonna have to f you dudes up? <laughs> and you're like, Yeah, she's gonna beat him up, and then like the next scene is like, Oh no shoot. Yeah. Because it's like yeah. them running into like the, the layers like, we heard what you said, are you okay? And I was like, oh. Turns out she also got I f But it didn't like, it didn't completely destroy her. It just like made her super loopy. Yeah. But, and then also she did try to take the crystal. Yeah. And then Ray like just completely like just slaps her hand out. and was like, the f*** you doing? No, girl. Get it together. Um, also, Arcade Boy is just chilling on the pillar at this point yeah. with, with Mamaru. Uh, I mean, they're on separate pillars, but they're just like hanging out on pillars like, well, we're going to fight you guys now. We found your command center. They sure did. Um, it was pretty intense. So everybody starts fighting. Usagi stands there. Things aren't going well. Uh, we get to see... Uh, Venus debut a new attack. Oh, the the Julie belt thingy. Venus love me chain. Yeah, the love me chain. It's <laughs> such a goofy name. <laughs> it didn't work. Obviously, Tuxedo Master is just too powerful. It's just weird though, because like usually when we get a new move, it works. Yeah, this time it's like. Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> Luna uh -huh. comes in and tries to beat up Tuxedo Mask as well, and then gets messed up like everything that was awesome, though. Her, her running scene she, you're like yeah go luna go go luna and then like oh. she jumps on his shoulder and bites him once and then he's like nope you thought a cat could defeat me which that's like the point because like the other guardians are down by now makato is also like just knocked out because of being i f***ed. and then luna goes and tries to beat up tuxedo mask and gets beat and gets just hammered and that's the point where like you're like oh you done f up tuxedo mask because we saw yeah yeah she's mad jyb's there momentarily he finally shows up like hey guys i'm here too oh crap luna no oh no uh, and then like ray is just like on the floor passed out yeah. like everybody else is like struggling somewhat <laughs> but ray like, is out. just like on the floor <laughs> But yeah, Usagi, like you can see it in her face. She's done. So she uh, she uses moon healing escalation to to basically heal everyone, so they can get up and fight. And then Queen Barrel shows up and is like, "This is my new boy. <laughs> He's gonna kill you." And then be the king. <laughs> yeah. So Tickle Biddies is there, <laughs> and she's mean. She's really, she's really, uh, she wants the legendary silver crystal. Is that what she wants? And to go to the bone zone with Endymion. There we go. That's <laughs> what she wants. And that's where our episode leaves off, where yep. Beryl's like, hey, go kill them. Yep. And Usaga's like, oh no, I'm going to fight him. Also, um, the arcade boy just isn't there anymore. Yeah, Motoki's gone. Yeah, he doesn't participate in this fight. He's just like on the pillar and then taunts and then disappears for the rest of the episode. 
He he pulled an endo. He did. Which is uh, He's like, what am I here? I gotta leave. We were talking about like the differences between this and the manga and how at the, at the beginning of the episode where Endymion makes Endo just walk away. He just makes him completely vanish in the manga. So he just completely disappeared and gone for good. Which, okay. Which is the worst fate? Losing your identity and having no idea where you're going and potentially just being left out on the streets to starve? Or being completely vanished? Is, is there a choice C that I could have? No. Uh... I mean, I guess if you lost your identity, you could at least like become a new person. Yeah, you're not gone for you're not gone completely. <laughs> but then, like, if it were me, I might just pick the obliterated. Well, I mean, we don't know if he's obliterated. We just know he vanishes. Okay, and I mean, like, maybe her escalation heal fixes that. Yeah, true. Also, yeah. apparently in the manga as well, when they go, when they're using the sword to break stuff, Miniko like drops it or something and chips Ami's marble floor. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fourteen-year-old girls with swords. It's dangerous. This show tells it's, you it's dangerous. It is very dangerous. You gotta be very it careful. It gets more dangerous as the episodes go on. There's oh, just boy. more danger. Oh with boy. <laughs> Things are going to get nasty. A little stabby in here. Just a tad. Mm-hmm. Tad stabby. Tad stabby. Pew, 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 pew. No, that's not how swords sound. Oh, hang on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, so next next time, going to have some more fights. Uh, we're gonna learn about backstory. the sword. Lots of backstory. Some more backstory, and uh, we're gonna do some like interdimensional time warping—not time warping, but just warping, warping in general. You need to get someplace fast. Call on me. One eight hundred. Call on me. <laughs> don't call that because that could be something real bad. We yeah, don't I don't know. know. Don't, don't do that. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Mostly it's fighting. Yeah, for the most part. So that'll be Act 12, Enemy, Queen Metallia. Dun-dun-dun. Y'all, it's getting real. I would not let Jared go to bed because I kept ending these episodes on, like, real big cliffhangers. And I'm like, we have to watch one more. We have to watch one more. <laughs> well, we watched... Leave it like that. We watched these three, like like the last one, this one, and then the next one. And then after that, you were like, we can't stop. <laughs> and it was like one in the morning. I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go get ready for bed, and then we'll finish this out. Dun, dun, dun. And that's what, exactly so, yeah. what we did. So, Yep, I didn't let Jared sleep, guys. So it's true. He, uh, he made sacrifices for you all and me. I'm just like, just like Creed, my sacrifice. Oh, God, Jared. <laughs> You were the sympathetic figure until you brought up Creed. Now you're the villain. Now you're Mamoru. <laughs> I'm about to I f everyone. You can go I f Scott Stab. <laughs> Isn't he dead? Is he dead? Hang on. Let's let's look this up. 
live reporting here on the seasonal animal checkup OVA. He's alive. He's alive. Okay, we're good. Good to know. So I think like he was he he was in like some rough shape. Like there was a point where he was like living out of hotels like a couple years ago or something. Heck, if I know, I don't keep up with this man. He's a train wreck. There's uh, okay. There's also just a a section on his Wikipedia page about suicide attempts. Welp, and that's problematic. Apparently in 2012 he attempted suicide in Miami and that the rapper T.I. saved him. What is the backstory there? I don't know! Rapper T.I. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. What is this life? What is this life? Anyways... Next week, <laughs> we're going to talk about Act 12 and probably not about Creed, thankfully. Don't even say probably. We're not going to talk about Creed. <laughs> Unless I'm just a jerk about it. I won't, I'll try not to be a jerk about it. Act 12, Enemy, Queen Battalion. Next week on Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal. For more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool for past episodes of this, the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, and the Seasonal Anime Checkup call-ups and reviews. For more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com for the same from her. And for the Twitter, go to Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup for all the cool social media deets from us. And then next week we get to stab stuff. Stab all the things.